I think we've got the video. Round it there, Roshi. That's the ever on standby. Uh, there you go. <laughs> that was the worst day of my life. The worst day of my life. My God, it was absolutely brutal. <laughs> what what happened? OTB AM. Live weekday mornings from 7.30 on the OTB Sports app. Off the ball, daily. Welcome to Friday's Rugby Daily. On the way, we hear from Ireland attack coach Mike Catt ahead of tomorrow evening's visit of the Wallabies. Springboks captain Sia Khaleesi responds to the two-match ban handed to his director of rugby, Razi Erasmus. And we hear from Ronan O'Gara. But first, a youthful Leinster side were far too good for the Chilean national team in this afternoon's friendly at Energia Park. Leinster ran in six tries, four of them in the first half as they won by 40 points to three. Clontarf Lock, Cormac Daly and Terenure flanker Connell Boomer were both given starts, while Dublin University duo Thomas Connolly and Colm Hogan were introduced off the bench. It was the visitors who opened the scoring with a penalty inside the first six minutes, but from then on, on the scoreboard at least, it was all Leinster. Hooker Lee Barron got the first of two tries on nine minutes with a drive over the line. His second came barely five minutes later, following some quick thinking from a line-out. Leinster's third try was the score of the match, scrum half Cormac Foley with a tap and go inside his own half before a solo run through the Chilean defence and Andrew Smith bagged Leinster's fourth try three minutes before half time with a brilliant crossfield move and Leinster went in at the break 26-3 up Captain Liam Turner scythed through the Chilean defence to add a fifth try just three minutes after the restart and number eight Sean O'Brien also got on the score sheet with barely ten minutes played of the second period and that was it as regards scoring with changes for both sides interrupting the flow of the game but a useful exercise for Leinster nonetheless and a decent showing for some of Leo Cullen's young guns now from Donnybrook we go to Balls Bridge and attack coach Mike Catt was in front of the media after today's captain's run ahead of Ireland's test with the Wallabies given his job title he was asked how and where Ireland's attack needs to improve based on their last two performances I think decision making authority in the decision making um, but more assertive from the backs in terms of you know where we're going and how we're getting there and then um, I suppose the accuracy of, you know, we, we, we weren't accurate enough, even against South Africa with that rush defence. You know, Fiji got us a couple of times on the edges too. And um, it's crucial that we don't, we don't have those same things against Australia tomorrow night. We need to make sure that we, we grow from, from those past two games in terms of the pictures that we see and the decisions we make and, and how we execute them. So execution, the accuracy and execution is, is crucial tomorrow night. Perhaps Ireland's two most inexperienced internationals tomorrow come under Kat's purview with Stuart McCloskey and Jimmy O'Brien having just 10 caps between them and Kat was asked what both would bring to the party tomorrow. Stu's skill set is a lot more than people assume. You know, he's a big man and he's always been seen as carrying. You know, he's got a very good offloading game but his distribution and his, his subtleties on the ball, um, you know, he makes good decisions at the line but he's able to pull those balls back and he's, he's very calm. He's a very calming influence on that. Um, whereas Jimmy is just understands the game of rugby. He understands the feel. He, you know, he's he's exceptionally good decision making, and he's another one that is just calm. Nothing phases him. You know, he's a little bit like Hugo in that in that respect. He's you know he's coming to the environment, and he just loves being in in, in the environment, and he and he loves playing the game of rugby. And he makes good decisions at the at the right time. Still got a lot to, to develop, of course, but you know he's a great guy to have, and he's a, a left footer too, which helps us massively from a from an exiting point of view. 
He's also given some insight on just how McCloskey has been able to hang on to his jersey for three games running based on the previous stop-start nature of the Ulsterman's international career. Now, it's a hell of a competition in that area. You know, you know, Robbie, Gary, Bundy and, and, and Stu. You know, and James Hume, of course, he's, he's been in there too. Um, so it's, he's performed exceptionally well um, for Ulster and um, you know, he's been able to bring it to the way we want to play. And I think that's been the impressive side of it. Obviously, with Bundy being banned, Robbie then getting injured, you know, it, it gives gives Stu a, a, a real opportunity to get two or three games in a row, and he's performed exceptionally well. So, from our point of view, is is you know he's got the jersey, and it's up to the other guys to get him out of that jersey. So he needs to take his chance again tomorrow night and, and, and cement it in. Cat, of course, came off the bench when England won the World Cup back in 2003 and he believes, 20 years on, Ireland have the wherewithal to put themselves in a similar position in France next year. I think the, the pathway we're on, we're going in the right direction. I think um, us being able to adapt, team has to adapt and, and, and France have done that exceptionally well. Um, over the over the past year as well, so you know there there are three, four, five teams that are capable of of adapting and winning anything. So, but where we're at at the moment, I think everybody's enjoying the environment we're in, enjoying what we're trying to achieve. Um, but like I say, you know we've got we've got to be a lot more consistent in in certain areas of our game, and and that needs to start tomorrow night. Springboks captain Sia Khaleesi says the side won't be distracted by Razi Erasmus's two-game ban from World Rugby. Their director of rugby was punished for a series of tweets highlighting disciplinary issues arising from last week's defeat to France. It's been reported that referee for that game, Wayne Barnes, and indeed his family, were subject to death threats following that game and Erasmus's tweets. South Africa are in a venue very familiar to Irish people of a certain vintage, the Luigi Ferrara Stadium in Genoa, for tomorrow's test with Italy. And Khaleesi quashed any notion that they would be playing specifically for Erasmus tomorrow. Um, we'll be playing for the Springboks. We'll be playing for South Africa, for people back at home. We'll be playing to win the game. That's all that's in our minds right now. And that's all that's been the message this whole week. You know, um, this game has came before everything. It was always going to happen. And that's the most important thing. Like I said earlier, we've lost two games. We can't take focus away from that. The most important thing is making sure that we stand up tomorrow because Italy is a, is a very good team. They've shown in the past two games that they've played. So we're gonna, not going to let anything take us away from that. And um, I think, you know, it's frustrating um, for us as a team. You know, we we play so well and, you know, we lose with such close um, margins. And I thought um, last week, you know, that we, we headed the right direction, but the game, the game that we're in and the sport that we're in is all about results and the results don't show us. But we know... Um, internally as a group that what we want to do and the stuff that we're working on is, is improving um, a lot and, and that's what we wanted to make sure um, that we do improve but it, most importantly we really want to win this weekend. Following defeats to Ireland and France the Springboks remain winless in this autumn series along with Razi Rasmus's ban and a suspension for Peter Steph Dutoy Khaleesi was asked if this is the toughest mental test that they've faced since winning the World Cup. Things happen you know things happen we as a team have to 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 keep on doing what we like our focus has always been the game and that's it nothing has changed for us as a group that's what we're going to focus on on saturday um it, it's it's a big game for so many reasons we you know because for us as a group like like i said earlier we've gone to two losses um in a row and we we, we want to change that and we want to play for each other i know some guys are playing their last games they're going to be going back to the unions and some guys 
maybe this is the only opportunity they'll get before you know the World Cup uh, team is chosen. So there's enough things in the team that um, are already like not pressure like uh, moments that like for players like we, we want to prove ourselves this game. So nothing, anything can happen now. Our focus was still on the game. A player can go down. Somebody else is ready to get to 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 take the opportunity. So that's what we see this week as, and especially for for a lot of us, maybe we don't play next week, you know, and you don't get another opportunity. So this is a big weekend for us. Nothing can get between us as a group. And Khaleesi also gave a cautious backing to South African involvement in the URC and indeed the Heineken Champions Cup. His Celsius Sharks begin their inaugural European campaign at home to Harlequins on December tenth, and Khaleesi says he's enjoyed the switch from Super Rugby. To European, it's two different competition. You can't compare the two. It's completely um, the different style of place. Um, but we, we as a team, we as a country, have adapted. It took us a couple of games to adjust, you know, and adapt to to, to the way that the the URC is going. And I mean, we can't complain. We had a South African team win the competition in the, in the first try. So um, we we do enjoy it, and it's good for for people at home. You know, I mean, talking about the time difference, they can watch. Um, the, the games in time, the travelling is also a little bit easier. So in that regard, it's really it's really worked well for us. And let's get the final word on tomorrow's test with Australia from Ronan O'Gara, the La Rochelle head coach, joined this morning's OTB AM when, amongst other things, he discussed the prospect of coaching England one day. You can hear that in the full OTB AM podcast. But here's how the former Ireland out half sees tomorrow night playing out. They were unlucky. Only for a bit of pen or magic, they would have beaten France, and that's in France and Stade de France. I think that game, which was, you know, quite a, a composed performance from Australia, very well, very much controlled the game. And France, France were uh, in big trouble. But Peno does what Peno or Peno did what Peno does, you know, just a, a kind of one attacker against three defenders, and he somehow manages to score, which he's been doing for the last number of years. Um, but Australia, yeah, then they probably change up a lot. And um, obviously, uh, Italy are showing better form than probably anticipated, and, and they turn over Australia. So, um, you know, their coaching group would be very impressive in Australia with Dave Rennie and, and um, Laurie Fisher. And Laurie would have a lot of, I suppose, uh, ins on the Irish team and, and know, know them very well from his time in Munster and what. I suppose, what makes Irish people tick. So uh, the one thing about Australia is that they're technically they're very good. So I think what they'll need to probably get right, they'll need to be disciplined, to, uh, I suppose, to make to make a game. But if they can be disciplined, I think they probably have the rugby. Uh, but when Ireland put them, I suppose, uh, in a squeeze, can they, can they handle that mentally or will they opt out with penalties and penalties of field position, field positions of pressure and pressure usually. Obviously, it didn't in the Fiji game result in points, but in the South African game and previous to that, it results in points. That's it for today's and indeed this week's Rugby Daily. Thank you very much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby feed and to leave us all of your positive feedback. My name is Richie McCormick and I'll have more Rugby Daily for you on Monday. Have a great weekend.